My brothers and sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain. And after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. I think it was back in fourth grade that my family took what might have been our, our first visit to Washington, D.C. And it's kind of interesting what stands out in memory almost 40 years later. I remember it was Easter week because, curiously, there was the statue of the risen Jesus Christ on the steps of the U.S. Capitol with Easter lilies in the shape of a cross, which was kind of unexpected. We soon learned as my mother took a picture of me trying to touch Jesus's hand as that it was placed there by a group of Christians who really, really, really wanted us to take their pamphlets and come to their Bible study in their church. So that was memorable. The four-hour car ride crammed in the back with my two brothers in the back seat was memorable as well for a variety of reasons that are not necessary to get into. But of all the sites that we visited that week, the one that probably left the most enduring and lasting memory was going to Arlington National Cemetery. My grandfather had been a veteran of World War II serving in the Pacific Front and had mentioned that he wanted to go there. I remember asking, why are we going to a cemetery? Was there someone that we knew or someone from our family that was buried there? And I remember all the discussions that surrounded our going there, but one of the most memorable parts of that visit was going to the tomb of the unknown soldier. I remember being very clearly told I needed to be quiet there. My brothers liked to paint me as someone who could not keep their mouth shut for more than a minute, but my grandfather made it clear to all of us that it was paramount that we kept quiet and that we paid attention, that this was special, this was a hallowed place. And those who've been there know that that's a pretty accurate description. If you doubted the seriousness of the site before arriving, a soldier in full dress uniform standing in duty made it very clear with both his presence and his announcements to keep silent and respectful, especially when they had the changing of the guard. We watched with complete attention how the soldiers had these very precise movements as they marched and they, they switched out who was on duty. 
talking about it as we walked away, I remember my grandfather explaining that there were soldiers who had died in World War I and World War II that were buried there who they were never able to identify their remains. All that was known was that they were American soldiers who had lost their lives trying to help others who were confronting very evil forces. And that's why we went to the tomb to, to show our respect, to show our appreciation, and to offer a prayer for all those who gave their lives for our country and for those who were in need and danger. It made a very lasting impression on me, as did the words that were inscribed on the tomb itself, saying, here rests an honored glory, an American soldier known but to God. That memory came to mind just in reflecting on today's feast of All Saints Day. Throughout the year, on a daily basis, we hear the names of men and women who we know pieces of their stories that inspire us or challenge us or even amaze us. St. Francis of Assisi, St. Catherine of Siena, St. Edith Stein, St. Faustina, St. Joseph. Names of patron saints of ours or, or people that we've grown to love and admire for teaching us about the life of faith, about following Jesus Christ and how their lives were forever changed in their doing that. How Jesus was able to use them in their day and age to bring others to him. And even centuries later, how we can still be impacted by their work and their witness. But maybe it's because the word all is in the, the title. It makes us think that this is like an, an all-star game where we celebrate all of those, our favorites, our heroes in the faith. But the reality is that it's more of an opportunity for us to pay tribute to all the unknowns, all the soldiers for Christ, saints throughout the generations, or maybe that we've even encountered in our own day and age, who might not have warranted the, the attention of the Vatican to be considered a possible saint, but are so known but to God. They're the ones that we celebrate and pause and give thanks for today. The, the parents and grandparents who help pass along the faith to their children or made tremendous sacrifices for their families that are indeed heroic. The good priests and religious sisters who spent their lives just faithfully responding to God's call in their lives to lay down their lives for him and his people. Priests and nuns who might have just been a part of the everyday fabric of what seemed on the surface just ordinary and routine, but were a part of that environment of faith that impacted far more than could ever been observed from an outsider. I'm thinking, for example, of my, my home parish's first pastor, Father Dennis Whalen. Father Whalen was sent to my town of Clark in 1961 to create St. Agnes Parish. Literally had to start from scratch, take this whole group of people from a, a neighboring parish of St. John's that had grown so big and just to start a new one. And he would have Sunday Mass at our high school, Arthur L. Johnson Regional High School, for about three years. He'd have to raise funds to buy property and then build the parish rectory, the school, and the church where my family would ultimately make their spiritual home and that I was baptized and began my life of faith some 12 years later. I remember being in kindergarten when Father Whalen stopped by our home on a Sunday as he was doing the parish census. That was a thing priests used to do to check to make sure their parish records were up to date, but actually were a way to make sure people were actually going to Sunday Mass and their, their kids were getting religious instruction and all their sacraments of initiation. 
another great thing from the past that we probably should not have abandoned, but I digress. Anyway, we weren't home. It was a Sunday, so we were at my grandmother's for dinner, of course. Father Whalen was Irish, so he probably forgot what an Italian family with an un-Italian name like Churn were doing on a Sunday afternoon. But in any way, in any event, he left a note from my parents that read saying, George and Joanne, it's always good seeing you and the boys at Mass. Keep, make, keep making sure little Jimmy is there every Sunday. And as a five-year-old, I was kind of shocked that that guy up there every Sunday even knew me. I remembered not only that note, but how much that meant to my parents, how much they respected in an important figure he was to them. And when he died in, in 1984, the morning I served as an altar boy for the very first time, I remember the sadness as well as everyone else's in the parish that like just gripped everybody. And it's striking that it's almost 36 years later and people still talk about Father Whalen, what a good holy priest he was like he just died right recently. Whether he's a saint or not is known but to God. But on this feast of all saints, we remember such men and women in our own lives. We acknowledge the, the millions and millions of others through the millennia who too have been saints that remain nameless to us. We thank God for all their examples as we ask for their intercession that we too will one day join in their company in the eternal home that Jesus has promised us.